0: What we're going to say tonight is my grandmother whose yardside is this evening. Fradka If you examine the words of Al-Anisim, you find uh, many, many interesting Things that need a lot of explanation. One thing that I was aiming on this year was the Lashon Ulaamcha Yisrael Asisa Teshuah Gedailah. To Yisrael, you did a tremendous salvation. Ufurkan and the Yeshua, the, the pigeon, the redemption, is Kahayim Hazeh. It's like this day. The redemption is like this day. What in the world does that mean? Ufork I should have said that you made Shuas gedalis uforkon and and you made a uh, you redeemed us. What does it mean uforkon on It's like this day. Which day? Which day is it like? So I looked around the mafarshim, and they basically say one of two pshatim. Either it means. Like the art scroll says that it's it's an unquestionable clarity. Just like day, if you go out in the broad daylight, things are very, very crystal clear, not mistakable. During the daylight, everything is clear. Ufurkan, the redemption that Baruch Hu brought was not ambiguous. It was clear. We knew right away we had a, a nice happen. We were redeemed. The Ivanim were driven out of the Beis HaMikdash. It was a very, very clear-cut decision. There was no ambiguity. Bufurkan K'ayim Hazetz. Like plain as day. That's what some Mefarshim want to say. Other Mefarshim, I saw, the Etzyeisiv, the Rekeach, they say a little bit differently. They say it's like Bayam Maheim Bazmanazah. Ufurkan, Hu's redemption that took place back then is Kayamaza, it's it's Bayam Bazmanaza, it's now. Meaning, just like now is Chafav uh, Kislev if we would have gone in a time machine back, you know, a couple of thousand years when the miracle happened, it happened mazeh today. And we know that. Trust me, Meisef, Rav you say, the Rambachal's Said, that life is not linear, it's not straight, it's circular, and we go around like a Ferris wheel again and again and again. When we come to these days of Hanukkah, we're not celebrating a long anniversary of something that happened many, many thousands of years ago, but rather we're going back into the airspace of Hanukkah, we're coming back into these days. These days are here again. It's Kayem Azeh. All of the iris, all of the tremendous lights and the powers and the energies that were emitted during the original Hanukkah nes. it's back here again. It returns to us. It's Kayem Azeh. I want it to be Masef nice 1.0 possible shot in what this means of and A day, a yaim is really comprised of two parts. The way the Rana shalom made the world is every day, every 24-hour period has a night and then a morning you have a night and then you have a morning and that's one day so the way life works is basically day passes this afternoon we had daylight then the day disappeared and now night comes now we have night tomorrow morning in Mitzvah the night is going to be over we're going to have sunlight again, it's going to be day again. And then it's going to be night again. It goes from day to night, from night to day, and that's the cycle of life. That's what a day is. A day is basically, it's two periods. It's two, as in the Lashon of the Gemara Nida, is it's an aina. It's a 12-hour period, two 12-hour periods. There's an aina of day, an aina of layla, aina of layla, an aina of day, and that's, that's Yaim. And we know that night, Laila, Erev, represents Tzarus. Whenever you speak about night, night is always a time for darkness, uncertainty. It's a scary time. You don't want to necessarily walk outside um, in a dark area at night. Night symbolizes Tzarus. That's why Yaakov Avinu, who we just learned in last week's parsha, he wanted to have shalva, and a says, no way. Your life is a life of Tzarus. In Eilam Haba, you're going to get all the shalva you want, all the, all the serenity, all the peace, all the tranquility that you deserve, but not in this world. Yaakov Avinu symbolized night, and that's why his tefillah was Mairiv. Because he's night, he's Tzarus, he's going, he's, he's us. He's a Yidin Galus. Day represents happy times, good times, when things go well in our life. We don't have tsaras. We're, we're flying high, everything is going our way, the wind is in our backs. We're doing well in yeshiva, we're doing well in, in, in college, we're doing well in life. Grad school, job promotions, family, marriage, children—everything is going well. That's yaim. When things take a drastic turn for the worst, lailenu. Sickness, death, problems, poverty, unemployment, no shidduch, no children—those are times of darkness. That's the laila of life. So a yaim is comprised of both. A yaym is comprised of night, erev, and then biker. Together, they form echad. And the way it works is that, just like a day, sometimes you know you wake up in the morning, and before you know it, the day passes, and suddenly it's night. You say, "Hey, what happened to the day? It was just morning. I just woke up, and now it's night already." Or sometimes, you know, it's night and all of a sudden, like, you you thought you were, you know, you you got, like, it seems like two minutes of sleep and all of a sudden it's day again. The, The sun is out, the alarm clock is going off, and you have to wake up for a new day. Almost seamlessly, night goes into day and day goes into night. Very quickly. That's how life is. Life is very much similar to that, to the way HaKadosh Baruch structures day and night. There are good times in life, and suddenly things change. The yayim turns into Lila, laya but I see it all the time. You have people that are very successful, and all of a sudden their business goes bankrupt. I know this from... I remember, uh, I think you guys are a little too young to remember this, but in 2008 there was a financial meltdown and people literally overnight lost everything, literally. There were people that were multi-multi-millionaires but they had all their money in a certain stock, in a certain company, in a certain uh, 401k plan or whatever. and. Boom! Overnight, literally overnight, they went from being the the richest guy in Shul to literally having Tim Shabbos delivered to their door every day, not just Shabbos. Because sometimes night day turns into night, and it happens very quickly without even, you know, you get whiplash. It happens so fast sometimes. Everything is good. I'm having, a, you know, everything is good. We're going to a chasna, and all of a sudden. Something happens on the way home and everything changes. Rechmanu Day turns into night. And the opposite happens also. Sometimes night turns into day. person can have terrible tzaris. They don't know where their Yeshua is coming from. Terrible dreaded illness and suddenly... They feel fine and they go into remission and, and everything is good again. They were waiting and waiting for a, for a shidduch and didn't seem to, anything, nothing was working. Kept going on one and done's and then all of a sudden, you know, just at the brink of total Yish, get a call from a Shadchan and you go out and, and boom, that's it. Night turns into day, very quickly. And a million other examples how people go through real tsarists and we all have our own personal tsarists. Every person in this room, I think, has their own war to fight. Everybody has their own challenges, their own battles, their own dark demons that are plaguing them. And you should know that it's very possible and it happens all the time that HaKadosh creates a of that suddenly things change in a second. It doesn't take years, it doesn't take months, it doesn't take weeks, it takes literally a split second, and something changes in your life, and suddenly everything everything is aces. I think that's what it means of fork on kayemaza. When Akarishbar brought the miracle of Hanukkah, the redemption was k'ayim It was like this day. It was like a, a day that went from night, ch'ay shech zu yavon, yavon, the Greeks, is compared to darkness. We weren't able to see. There were geyser terrible xeris against us. We weren't able to learn Torah. We weren't able to keep Shabbos, Rosh Chaydesh, Mila, all the basic tenets of our faith were being threatened we didn't see any Yeshua there was no help in sight we were tremendously outnumbered it would have been foolish and, and an act of insanity to go up against this mighty Syrian Greek army it didn't seem Shaykh. but suddenly very very quickly there was a plot twist and everything changed and we went from the Cheshach of Yavan to the lights of Hanukkah to the parshaman to the Neiris, the, the brilliant illumination of the rebenishlem's light in the Beis Hamikdash once again rekindled Ufurkan kaya Mazah, the redemption happened so quickly kayemazah just like a day has night at night and then you have a very quick change into into day from day from night to day that's how our tzaras were able to change kaharafian in a split second, they were able to switch from. I think if you would look in the Torah of who really personifies this day to night type of reality in life, I would say that it's uh, these parishes that we're in, and the hero of these parishes, of course, is Yosef Atzadik Yosef Atzadik lived a roller coaster. A roller coaster. Yaisav yes, Sadik had everything going for him. He was uh, learning in the lap of Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu was, was teaching him Everything that he learned, at Chaim Yak yes, Yaisavat Sadik was the favorite child of his father, the Ben Zakunim. He was very handsome. He had everything going from anything that a human being would ever want. Yisvat Tzaddik had. He had everything, and suddenly, Ayin, the day turned into night, literally, and he was thrown into this dark, deep pit by his own brothers, with snakes and scorpions slithering around in there. No end in no 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 help in sight he didn't see any Yeshua, he thought he was going to adjust that was his grave and then suddenly he was pulled out of that bar he was sold down to Potiphar through the Ishmaelim again he started rising in the house of Potiphar. he became the, the number two man and in the house of Potiphar. Potiphar really made him number one there's no one greater than you in my house you're it And then the pasuk says in Parashas Vayeshev, Vayihi kehayayim hazeh. Same lashon. Before kahayayim hazeh, pasuk says Vayeshev Vayihi kehayayim hazeh. Vayyavai habayis olas Malachtai malachtei vein ish He came on that day, on that special day. Kahayayim hazeh. Yosef comes. To the house of Paitifar, Lasses Malachta and Chazal castigate Yosef that he was coming to do an Avera with her, with Ashes Paitifar. And from that Avera, he, was, he, he ran out, and then he was, of course, arrested, thrown into another pit for many, many years. Again, back in the same Chayshech. So he had Ar Chayshech, Ar Chayshech, Vahikaye Mazer. It was that day. Things turned around so fast for Yosef. It was not possible to imagine what you're going through because it happened so fast. Like day. Like day has, uh, it's night, and then all of a sudden it's day, and then it's day, and then all of a sudden it's night. The tsaras just seamlessly go into the Yeshua, the Yeshua then turns into a tsara. That was Yosef's pattern of life. That's what Hanukkah is. We are Yosef. We had Tzarus. Terrible, terrible Tzarus we experienced. But then the night turned into day. Like this 24-hour period. That's what Klai Yisrael went through. You want to hear something fascinating? It's a secret that I saw from Rabbi Yerucham. Rabbi Yeruchim says, he's one of the Rishinim, he says the Shebole HaLeket says the same thing, and it's found also in the Sefer HaMakabim, which is one of the Sfarim Chitzayim, but it has like the story, the inside story, about, the, about what happened this time of, of year in, 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 uh, in the Bais Mikdash, what happened this, during this Tkufa of time in history. Listen to this Meridika thing. They changed the Brisa. You know, everybody quotes the Brysa of May Chanukah, that the twenty-fifth day of Kislev days that you can't be Masvid, and you can't give you can't be Misaneh. Why? Because on these days when the Yvanim were Niknasullah Hakal, they came into the Haikal and uh, they were Mitame everything, and then after that Hu brought Yeshua and we were able to you know get rid of them and then so it sounds like you know you don't it's not clear how long did this whole Mesa take from the time that the that they came into the Beis Hamikdash until the the Nesl of Sham when we cleaned out the Mikdash how long did that take was that weeks months years decades how long was that all how long were they in the Beis Hamikdash for So Avney Rucham says an amazing insight he says that the very same day that the Ivanim came into the Heichal that was the very same day that the that Chashmanim came and kicked them out and that was the very same day that they started lighting the Parshaman and that was the beginning of the miracle this whole thing took place in 24 hours it wasn't weeks it wasn't months it wasn't years the Yeshua Mamish came kherafayn the Yeshua Mamish came kayemazeh it was one day the night had saras, and then the morning had tremendous shira. The lesson of the sefer Hamakabim is: the yom mm-hmm. bo by pritzim The same day that these yevanim came in and were mechal the mikdash by that was the same day that they were mechanech the mikdash. Bishir v'neva v'chinar, musical instruments were playing. There was a band playing in the Mikdash. The very next day, the morning after, at night they came in and they were metame all the the taris. And that very day, it's a it's incredible, right? It was all one day. It was all one day. Ufurkan k'ayim This is how Hakadosh Baruch operates. So quickly can things change in our life. You think you have a tzara and you don't see any Yeshua. I've been through a lot of these things myself. I don't want to get into an autobiographical uh, storyline, but when I was young, when I was your age, I went through a lot of different things in life. And I didn't understand why I was going through a lot of these things. And only later, decades later, did I realize that whatever I was going through, I was going to need for this position in yeshiva. Because if, let's say, everything would have been perfect, if I would have, you know, if X, Y, and Z, everything would have just worked itself out perfectly, I would have no idea about any of the struggles that the Talmidim go through because I'm oblivious. I'm, you know, I, I flew above the clouds. But I went under the clouds, through the clouds, and I had a lot of things that was, I was dealing with in, in many different ways. I think on every single box that maybe all of you have in one form or another, I could somewhat check. Maybe not as, as extreme as some of yours, but I definitely have a, had, a, had a taste of it. And because of that, I'm able to relate to you. But sometimes I know that it feels like the tsarists that you're going through are terminal tsarists. They will never ever end. How could they? It's not shayach. It's you know we're talking about something that's you know no one could solve this problem. It's a, it's a, it's an insolvable problem. And some problems taka are very very difficult to solve, and you have to be the rabbi shalom to solve them. But the rabbi shalom can solve everything. Everything can be solved. And when it's solved, it's solved very quickly. And never give up hope for a second that what you have is something that you can't, that won't have an ending. It won't have a happy ending. It can and it hopefully will in Hashem. But don't give up hope. Teshuas Hashem keheref ayin means that Hakrish Baruch Yeshua comes like a, in a blink of an eye. I was wondering, like, what does this mean that everyone knows that Chazal, Yeshua Sallam Karavayin? Where's the Lashon of Keharavayin? Anyone know where you find the Lashon of Keharavayin in Shas? There's one other place, maybe there's more than one other place, one place that stuck in my mind about Keharavayin. What? There's a Gemara in Baruch, there's a Gemara in Shabbos. Where Rabbi Yaisi in a Mishnah in Shabbos and Ve says he has his own sheet about Ben He says that Ben Shmashis is keherif ayin, then nichnas vezeba. Ben Ashmashes is so quick; it's like the blink of an eye. We don't hold like that. We hold it's you know it's longer. Ben Ashmashes is a longer period of time. But he says mamish like a a millisecond Ben which means that day ends night begins and it's a second Ben ashmashis. Kaharifayin. I was thinking that that Ben Hashemoshes, that's Keherafayin, that's what? That's when day goes into night. That's when a good time goes into a bad time. But the Chiddush is that Yeshua's Hashem Keherafayin. Yeshua is when night goes into day. That too is Keherafayin. When day goes into night, that's karavayin according to Rabbi Yaisi. But when night goes into day, in the morning, when the tsarists turn into Yeshua, that's also karavayin. That's the chiddush of Yeshua sashem karavayin. It's so fast, it's like a blink of an eye. It takes a second. Hanukkah shows this. In one day, we went from night, the darkest of night, to the most brilliant of light. That's Chanukah. Chanukah gives us the hope that all of our personal tsaras, whatever is going on in our life, could change in a second. A second is too long. It could change in mamisha, a nanosecond. If Aked decides that things change, you're out. By Yosef. What happens, Vayiritzum and Abar, when he had to come out of, the, out of the pit that he was in during the time after Paitifar, Vayiritzum and Abar, they didn't just um, take him out, they raced him out, they rushed him out. If you look in the Sepharna over there, he says, you know what, that's a normal pattern for the Rabbin Hashem. Yitzhiaz Mitzrayim also, he we went out B'chipazin. And when Mashiach comes, says the Sepharna, the Pasach says... Upisam heichal. Upisam ava el a heichal. Immediately, I will come into the heichal. Ha'odin asher atem mavakshim. The lashon, the pasuk. Upisam ba'la heichal ha'odin asher asher atem vakshim. Meaning, Mashiach is going to come keheref ayn. It's going to be a split second. We sometimes scratch our head and say, "How is Mashiach going to come?" When is he going to come? You know, people are saying he's about to come. Come on, when is it going to... I don't know when it's going to happen, but when it happens, it's going to happen so fast that our head is going to spin from the quickness, the accelerated pace of the Yeshua. When Yeshua comes, it comes like that. Hanukkah gives us that hope in life that whatever we are down about in this galas, and or in our personal galus, that chayshech could turn so easily into an argado. The mizmar that we say on Chanukah is Mizmer Shira Chanukah Sabaiz leDavid. And you know what we say in that Pizman, in that mizmar? Ba'erev Yolum Bechi ve'labay At night, we go to sleep crying. And the next morning, Reno, we start singing. That's the pattern. That's Hanukkah. That's That's what Chanukah is all about. You go to sleep at night. You're petrified. You're nervous. You're crying into the pillow. How could this be? What's going to be? What am I going to do? I'm, I'm desperate. I don't know how I'm going to get through this situation or that crisis. Or, or, or this. What, what am I going to do? It's darkness, it's cheshech, I'm scared to death. You wake up in the morning and there's the sun out and suddenly you go to yeshiva, you go to davening and, and, and something changes and there's song, there's, there's music, there's happiness and, and life looks good again. And this is what the Hallel of Hanukkah is. Ha- Hanukkah is a day of Hallel. It's not a day of Mishnah v'simcha, it's a day of Hallel What do we say in Hallel already? In Hallel we say, Mikimi me'afardal, HaKadosh Baruch takes from the dirt the poor person, is Yisya Ramevya, and he lifts up the really poor person from the dung heaps. Like shivim Where does he sit him? He doesn't sit him in, you know, imagine a, you go into a baseball game, okay, and you're sitting mamish in the, in the nosebleed section, in the back of the nosebleed section, mamish like the, all the way in the back, 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 and the usher comes over and says, excuse me, sir, you're sitting in the wrong section. Said, no, no, this is actually my section. I couldn't afford it. Now, come here. Okay, where's he going to put me? He's probably going to put me in the, you know, in, in the $20 seats. Not the $10, the $20. No, no, no. Not the $50 seats. Not the $100. He's going to put you mamish behind home plate. That's what happens with our life. People that mamish didn't have two nickels to rub together, suddenly they become multimillionaires overnight. Not because they win the lottery, just some turn of events happen and, and boom, they, they, they just like take off. People that were voted least likely to succeed are the most successful. And the people that were voted most likely to succeed, they're saying, huh? He he made it? This guy was nothing in yeshiva. He made it? And that's how life is. Life is very quick. Things change. Day turns into night. Night turns into day. Chanukah is a period that we focus on the night turning into day. Because that's exactly what happened on Hanukkah. I saw an amazing ma'isa the other day. Yesterday, actually, there was a a chasheva yid from Jerusalem, and he made a trip to Manchester, England. And when he was in this uh, city of Manchester, which is a very chasheva, very a Jewish uh, enclave in uh, in England. I have a lot of relatives there, very, hasheba, very very chasheva people that live there. Like simple people, pure people, really, people that their is real. So there was, uh, so this Yid from Yerushalayim visited Manchester and he went into a shul and he heard this old man saying Kaddish but the way he said Kaddish was like so like different than everybody else he put so much emotion and so much feeling into it and he was screaming it and he was crying it, he was living the Kaddish that he was saying and it intrigued this Yerushalayim Yid So he went over to him after davening, and he said, tell me, what's the story with you and Kaddish? What's the relationship that you have? It's obviously you have a special, close relationship. What's going on between you and Kaddish? So he says, I'll tell you. When I was in the concentration camps, I knew that the only way that I'd survive the camps was if I had pure Bitochen in the rabbinish realm. There was no other way. There it was, it was no either or. It, I mean, it was, it, it was either or. There was no middle way, I should say. It's not like, ah, I'm not sure. You either have Bitochen or you have nothing. And I grew accustomed to saying constantly, Yeshua HaShem Karafayim. Everything that happened, no matter what was going on, if they were marching us through the freezing cold ice of the European winters, Yeshua Hashem Karifayin, it's around the corner. The Yeshua is about to come. If they made us work on Shabbos and Yom Kippur, uh, you know, uh, without shoes in the, you know, in the freezing uh, ocean, Yeshua Hashem If They took us on death marches. If they, uh, if they made us uh, do unspeakable. Things Yeshua HaShem Karafayin in fact he said all of the people around me in my bunk called me Yeshua HaShem that was my nickname because I kept saying Yeshua that was my mantra Yeshua HaShem Mm -hmm. just and I believed it with every fiber of my being I believed Yeshua HaShem Karafayin it's going to be good it's going to be good everything will turn itself around the last day he said that i was going to live we were all herded into the gas chambers and the way the gas chambers was it was uh it was um like a bunker and then there was a a room outside of the actual gas chambers you had to go through a door and then there was uh there were doors that you know to get into this bunker and then ahman ul islam you didn't have to undress outside of the outside of the showers, or the the, the gas chamber, um, and they knew already where they were going. They understood what was happening. And then after they were all undressed, they were going to then be herded into the actual gas chamber, um, and that was going to be it. So as we were being herded into that outer room in the gas chamber, before the actual chamber, but in the anteroom, so a guy next to me says, New Yeshua HaShem, what's going to be? Where did all of your bitachon go? You just kept saying, Habitachin the Rebbein Hashem, Habitachin the Rebbein Hashem, Yeshua HaShem, and I was buying into it, and look where we are now. What's going to be with your bitachon? Where is it? Look where we're going now. and I said to him at this point the Nazi guard an animal in a, in a uniform was like screaming at the Jews get inside, get inside he, you know, he wanted to end the shift already and, and be done with this and I was standing near him and he was a Gaivetika Nazi and he said, what did you say? What was the Jewish reason?" no, 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 nothing, nothing, nothing. And then you said something. No, nothing, you, don't, you won't understand it. He was getting angry at me. All of a sudden, we were standing in this anteroom with a door open. There was a slip of paper that fell out of this Nazi's pocket, and it started blowing outside the doors. And the Nazi didn't; it wasn't passed for him to go and run after the paper. It was not that's not by day So he was already like engaged in a sirkshuk with me. So he said to me, he wanted to show that he's gonna win. He says, "Jew, get the paper." So I said, "Okay." ran outside, and his eyes were on me the whole time because he wanted to make sure that I don't escape. And all of a sudden, another gust of wind comes, and it blows the paper even further away from the door. And I'm running after it, and the Nazi's looking at me. And all of a sudden, those doors of the bunker start automatically closing. They had like automatically sealing doors. After the shift was in, the, the general in charge of the whole camp who was watching from some, you know, tower or something, he had a button and automatically the doors started closing. These metal strong doors started automatically closing. And the Nazi was not able to get out because it closed too quickly so, and whoever was inside were trapped inside, and I was on the outside because of that piece of paper. And I heard my brothers, the Yidden, that were inside of that anteroom, and they hopped exactly what was happening. They were screaming to me, don't forget about us. Say Kaddish for us. Please never forget us. And I ran and i ran into the forest and i didn't stop running and nisim upon nisim happened to me until i was able to escape to safety and here i am in manchester as a survivor because when you have yeshua hashem karafine when you have bitachon when you invest in the Islam with all of your heart and you believe that everything will be good because akara shporch can make everything change in a split second When you believe that and you live that with everything that you have, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will make that happen. I want to just be nice of one thing. Yeshuas Hashem Karef is true from the Rabbi Nisham's perspective. HaKadosh Baruch could make night turn into day in a second. All of our tsaras, all of our sveikas, all of our misgivings, all of our problems, all of our crises, could change, and they do. You know, I thought, I was thinking just the other day that so many things, like just last year, or, or not even last year, maybe it was the summer, that were really haunting me, like I was really scared about. Today I don't even remember. You ever have that? Like, it was so important at the time, and then, like, you can't even remember, like, you wonder, like, what was what was bothering you back then? And my father, Elavisham, used to say, whenever I was, like, upset about something, or, you know, something was plaguing me, or whatever, or I... I had a problem, quote-unquote. You know, you'd say, 50 years from today, it's not going to matter. But the truth is that 50 days from today, it's not going to matter. A lot of the things that we're worrying about, a lot of the things that we have phobias about or, or, or we're nervous about or we have... We don't know and we're, we're scared. Whether it's, uh, it could be that right now, you know, his finals are on our mind. Or maybe it's, uh, are we going to get into a graduate school? Or maybe, you know, what are we going to, you know, are we going to be Tomi de Chacham? Are we going to be able to, um, you know, get a good job, find a nice girl, have healthy children, uh, be happy, be able to get along with our family, be able to, uh, you know, build good friendship, whatever it is that, you know, that we have in our life family issues, financial issues, there's no shortage of issues. Not always, but very often what's plaguing us today, it goes away. Or it gets better with time. That's part of the bracha that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us with life. As time passes, things heal by itself sometimes. And so that healing by itself is not healing by itself it's the Rabbeinu healing it and it seems like it's happening on its own but it's really HaKadosh Baruch has the Refua before the Makkah everything can be good Amir you just have to really believe and I want to just add one more thing from a human to human perspective this is true also You could be the Yeshua of somebody else. And your Yeshua could be Keherafayim for that person. And you're acting godly when you do that. It's in our hands so often to help somebody else. We could be the Mashiach of those people, of other people, of friends, of, of enemies, whatever it is, people... People have tsaris. People have tsaris. What can I help you with? I could give you an Aitzah. I could give you a loan. I could set you up with a girl. I could be your friend. I could visit you. I could, I could visit you when you're sick. I could bring you a meal. I could. There's so much that I could do for you and you could do for me. And when you do that, you are the Yeshua of somebody else. And when the Rabbi Shalom sees that, he has such nachas ruach. That's a Hanukkah yid. A Hanukkah yid means somebody that wants to be there for other people, that want to be that Mashiach, keherafayin, for somebody else. I'll tell you a story that I, I've said in the past on Hanukkah. I you know there are people here that listen to a lot of the old Hanukkah shmuz and, and around the year. So those of you that do that, First of all, you need to get out more often. But additionally, be my me if I'm repeating this story, but it's, it's something that I remember so clearly. There was a, uh, a story of a Bacher, and I happen to know the people involved, or I used to. There was a Bacher who was living in Brooklyn, an elder Bacher, which means an older single guy who was like in his 30s not married. He was living in a basement apartment in Brooklyn. Now it doesn't get much worse than that. To be an elder about her, you have to live in Brooklyn in a basement, that's three strikes, you're out. Like, that's not good. And it was Hanukkah. He was in the basement and Upstairs, there was a young couple, you know, young, also maybe approximately his age, but they were married, they had little kids running around and on top of his head in the basement there. And they were having a Hanukkah party that night. And the wife was making latkes, and they had sufganiyot, and they had uh, whatever else she was making. And the aroma of all this Hanukkah fair was like sort of going underneath the door, wafting underneath the door, right into his apartment. And if he wasn't depressed enough, he got even more depressed. And it wasn't good. It was like crazy what this guy was going through, Nebuch. He was sitting there like alone on Hanukkah, cold weather outside, no family, no friends, by himself, and he has to hear this young couple upstairs, you know, where he should be. And they're enjoying the light. He's in the bar and, and they're upstairs. And here's the parents come in and the in-laws come in and the cousins are there. And it's just like a whole Hanukkah, beautiful matzav upstairs. And he's like sitting there alone, mamish babar. there was a knock on his door between the upstairs and the downstairs there was a door and with his last ounce of strength he goes and he opens the door and it's the husband from upstairs and the wife was standing in back of him and they said please join us for our Hanukkah party it wouldn't be the same without you So he says, no, I'm not really up. Please, just come. So he says, okay. He goes, he washes up a little bit. He brushes his hair and, you know, puts on a nicer shirt. And he comes upstairs and he sits, they sit him down by the table in a hush of a place. And he, you know, he's eating the latkes and he's uh, playing dreidel on the floor with the kids then. And he's schmoozing with the, with the, the grandparents. And he's, he's just having the time of his life. And then after the party's over and everybody's filing out and it's just basically him and the husband and wife, the kids are put to bed already and the, the in-laws went and the cousins are gone and, and he's helping them clear the table and clean up in the kitchen a little bit and he stops and he says, I want you to know something. Tonight was going to be the last night of my life. I was going to end it all tonight. I had no interest in living whatsoever. It's Hanukkah, freezing cold out, stuck in a basement. I have no Yeshua. No one cares about me. I'm all alone. I'm trying to, you know, have a Yontif of spirit, but I have nothing. And I'm reminded of how little I have by virtue of the fact that you're upstairs Living Bruma and I was going to end it, this was going to be it and then that knock came and because you knocked on my door and you invited me in and you made me feel like a human being and you made me feel special and you made me feel like a yid and you made me feel like I had family and that there was hope for me and that not all is lost you have mobilized me once again to start all over again to build from scratch and to keep dreaming Yeshua HaShem karef ayin is not just merely waiting for God to fix all the problems in the world, it's we have to fix some of the problems ourselves. you don't know how powerful you are each and every one of you and myself There's a vart we say in Magen Ovis on Friday nights after Shvan Asrei. Mechayi Mesem <bimamari> HaKadosh Baruch Hu, resuscitates the dead b'ma'maroi with his word. And the musar Svarim say, you know what this means, or the Hasidish Svarim really say, that Mechayi meisem b'ma'maroi means that with merely a word, We're able to resuscitate the dead. You go over to somebody and you say, I love your haircut. Where'd you get that haircut? It's amazing. You look incredible. For you, it's a cheap statement. It means nothing, it costs you zero. But for that person on the receiving end, he feels like a million bucks. He maybe he was depressed. Maybe he couldn't live. Maybe he wasn't interested. And now you have been mechayim Mason literally b'mamor with one statement. You have revived him. I love the way you daven. I love the way you're learning. You're you're you know you're you're unbelievable. You're just a big balchesed and you're you know great glasses, nice shirt, nice tie, nice 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 shoes. Great question today in Shear. I see you take notes so well. Wow. How do you write so neatly? Whatever it is that you tell somebody else that would pick them up, Yeshua HaShem Karafayin, you're in a second changing the entire trajectory of their life from night to day. You're a Hanukkah Yid. You're a Mataseo bonov. The same 24-hour period that life could look horrible... You could change a life in one day, in one minute, in one second. And you know what happens when you start changing other people's lives? You've changed your own life. The greatest feeling in the world is to pick up somebody else. When you make somebody else feel good, you're the hero. You should feel great about yourself. The more you give, the more you get. That's a Hanukkah Yid. Yeshuas Hashem Ayin. Everything happens so quickly. Life turns around so, so fast. Never ever have Yish. Yish is Midas. A Yid never has Yish because a Yid always knows the secret of that Yeshua has come in one day, it goes from night, starts off night, it's night out right, look outside, come back in a couple of hours, the dawn is going to start coming up and you're going to see the sun and it's going to be a bright day mitzvashem. the birds are going to be chirping, the trees are going to be singing, everything could be great so quickly every single day you see this playing out in nature and that's how the Rabbin runs his universe who Kayai on Vahi HaZe? Vayhi Yosef had it the opposite way, but then it went back. That's life. Life changes. Just be patient with life. If things are down, be patient, because things can turn around. You daven a little bit. You do chesed for some other people. There's a boomerang, and boom, you are you're on the top of the on the heap again. You will sit with the VIPs, in the skybox, all because you were able to understand. That's that's how Kadosh operates his world. Well.